Okay, why is it plutonium torture sad dog? Sad dog? I thought it said sad day. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't like those words together. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and <laughs> we are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie, and see how uncomfortable we can make Rebecca. So far, we're doing great, I think. It is a lot, always. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where, like, I will text Tiffany gifs of people walking out of doors <laughs> just to show how done with topics you are and it doesn't like actually affect whether or not the conversation stops it oh, just God, makes no. me feel better which is fair it's a visual cue that i have pushed you to that limit but it doesn't stop us it doesn't stop us and your limit is um what am i increasing yeah increasing. you're getting more stamina against our inappropriateness more stamina against the inappropriateness yeah i'm it's proud exciting. of you your endurance level is getting up there you're working so hard so is my alcohol tolerance kidding mom <laughs> are you <laughs> <laughs> i'm good i'm <sighs> fine everything's fine <laughs> so other than us driving rebecca to alcoholism how is everyone doing today i don't know why i exercise it's a trap don't do it people I told you that. Don't exercise. Not even once. <laughs> meth. Not even meth. Not even bar. Not even <laughs> once. I feel like I have a boogie. <laughs> you need okay. A tissue? Okay. That type of boogie. I'm like, do you need to dance for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to boogie. That's a I fair like question. What is On it? On the disco. That's great in stereo. Sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Is that better? Is that what he says? Hi, yo. I think it's like on the disco. <laughs> on the disco round. Hi. I thought it was hi. Yeah. I thought it was on the disco round. I like the nightlife. I like the nightlife. I like the boogie. Anyway, how are you doing, Tiffany? My daughter's oh, vagina is. is sealing itself shut, which is great. On yep. the disco round. Oh, I was yeah. right. Well, you know. So, Ashley, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm great. And I love when I realize how completely wrong I've been singing lyrics my entire life. Kind of like the, um, is it the Panic at the Disco song? Nope. All American Rejects. Please just don't play with me. My, my paper heart will bleed. This Wait for Destiny won't do. Be with me. Hold on. We need to sing the song so that I can get into it. <laughs> Please just don't play with me. My paper heart will bleed. This wait for destiny won't do. Be with me, please. I beseech you. Or if you're high school, Ashley, be with me, please. Have a seat, you. <laughs> yeah, we were at their concert and I'm rocking out and I hear everybody else singing. I'm like, what did you just say? Are those the words? That makes so, so much, much more sense. sense. <laughs> Be with me. Please I'm, have a seat, you. <laughs> I'm 
imagine you like going hard in a mosh pit, then having like this aha moment while everyone else around you. I mean, you didn't really mosh at all American Rejects, but yeah, I mean, we were right up on the stage, and I was just like, what? And everyone was like, oh, the drugs just hit her. <laughs> Even though that totally explains me in relationships, I'm like, be with me, but back up a little bit, okay? But hold me, but no, sit down. <laughs> I am a Gemini through and through. You're a hugger how? Because I like it on my terms for short periods of time. I'm like, oh, I love you so much. Okay, this is too much affection. See, I don't relate to that from the Gemini side at all. I'm You're- just like, I'm on this side always. See, I am on the opposite end always. I'm like, give me all the You're affection. You're Leo. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the limelight. Give me all the affection. Wait, no, no, I did not say stop. <laughs> give me all the affection. Yeah, and I'm an all or nothing kind of gal. Whereas I'm like, don't touch me. Look, we're all, we all work together so well. We're like the numbers that all fit together. Mm-hmm. Except you might be an irrational number. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking an imaginary number. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, golly. All righty, Tiffany. What are we learning about today? Numbers. No. Oh, sorry. Irrationality. Um, Irrationality? Well, we will be talking about something that might seem irrational. And there are numbers that I will say during this. Actually, I got to convert acres to haas today. To haas? Yeah, because it's acres is AC and what's it called? hectares yes is ha so i was reading through my notes and i was like this many acres that many house yes (laughs) see now we're gonna get a text from tiffany the future it's like that was two haws which is x many acres and we're like tiffany that's silly stop (laughs) that's that's silly god you're funny (laughs) because it's (laughs) house oh so you know how i was playing with that converter earlier yep in my notes, it says this many acres in parentheses, this many haws. I didn't need to convert. Oh, honey. <laughs> That's a lot of haws. If I needed a moment to define your life, that was it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm proud of you for using your skills and searching for the answer for yourself. Using my resources. Yes. I'm, I'm so proud, proud of you. Thank you. You're doing a great job. You guys want to hear about something that might be a little sad? <sighs> yeah. Go back to the haws. Well, actually, the Haas is one of the first thing we met. One about. acre. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've got 1,999 more to go. Why are we? What? It's 2,000 acres for. We'll get there. Okay. So you guys ready to learn about my talk? You said 1,199. Did I say 1,199? I'm pretty sure you did. I meant 1,999. <laughs> Either way, carry on my way. I'm son. good at math. I'm not. I am going to flick you in your nose. Okay. I might deserve it. <laughs> Fair. Okay. In 1859, James White, who is a retired... <laughs> <laughs> was wild. He was very tired. <laughs> All right, guys. We're in 1959. James White, a retired lawyer and co-owner of the J&J White Chemical Works in Rutherglen, Scotland, bought Overtown Farm and built a beautiful mansion on his 2,000 acres, which is 810 haas. Daily? Weekly? Hmm? When do you get in your haas? Daily? Weekly? <laughs> <laughs> Daily when you're around, because you're so funny looking. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Was this topic suggested to you by someone? No. Okay. 
Actually, I think somebody mentioned it, and I was like, that's fascinating. And they said, well, go for it. So why do we need to know how many hectares are in? I just wanted to play with hectares. (laughs) It's not important (laughs) at all. It actually started out as 900 acres, and then he eventually... Accumulated land. Got it. Okay. So the Overtown house is located near... uh, I'm sorry, CK. I want (laughs) to screw up some names. Um, near Dumbarton in West Dunbartonshire, Scotland. West Dunbartonshire. <laughs> That's not what I said, but yes. <laughs> okay, so in 1888, James White dies, and after his wife passes away, his son John moved to the estate in 1981. Okay. Um, Hold on. <laughs> you just said in 1888 his wife died, and then in 1951. I'm very confused. 1891. Where'd you hear 1951? Did she not just say 19? She, we started at 1851, <laughs> and now we're in 1888, which apparently everyone's dead. <laughs> Who are we talking about? <laughs> All right, dates aren't super, super important, okay. so we're just going to... Quick timeline. Wife dies. Kid 1859. Moves. He acquires the land. Okay. Knocks down a farm and builds his mansion. Okay. 84, he dies. Fast forward a couple years, his wife dies, and his son, in 1891, takes over the property. Okay. He ends up um, acquiring some of the land that was next to theirs to expand. And once he does, the eastern and western portion of the lands have this big, it's called an Overton Burn. Basically, there's this like waterfall in between the lands and a big ditch. And uh, they can... A river? No. Okay. It's not a river. Okay. It's not that big. Okay. But um, they couldn't get stuff from point A to point B. So he built Overturn Bridge. Okay. Overtown Bridge, I think. So, 1908, John White dies. He's childless, so his nephew gets the land. But his wife continues to live there until she dies in 1931, in which his, after that, his nephew gave the house to the people of Dunburton in 1938. Just beast out? Yeah. Well, he was never in Scotland, so he was like... I've got this land. I'm not going to do anything with it. You guys as a town or as a place, you can have it and do what you want with it. Okay. Okay. Who are we talking about? We're not talking about any body. I was just giving you a brief history of... Because I am very confused because so far everyone's dead except the nephew who does not live there. Correct. And the nephew gave it to the people. Nephew peaced out. Exactly. He said in his... Wonderful British accent. It's yours, but I'm not going to imitate a British accent. So. No, I don't want to offend. Well, I would offend myself with how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, the house has been used as a home for injured sol- soldiers and locals during World War II, a maternity hospital. It's a religious youth facility right now. There have been movies shot there. Like, cool, right? What's so special about this house, you might ask? Haunted. Mm-hmm. You gonna ask? What's so special about this house, Tiffany? Nothing really. It's beautiful <laughs> and I'd love to visit it, but it's not really special in any way. The end. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> died and Yay. now people celebrate. That was zero acres. <laughs> zero hoss. Yeah. <laughs> the Overtown Bridge, on the other hand, has a story of its own. Ooh. Suspenseful. <laughs> In the 1950s, this bridge became known as the Bridge of Death or the Suicide Dog Bridge. Wait, why did it 
<laughs> Ashley's taking off her headphones and leaving for the day. Ashley, I promise. What is happening? Oh, she's getting more wine. <laughs> Why are we talking about suicidal dogs? We'll wait on Ashley. Do we just need to get you a straw? <laughs> <laughs> she's just going to drink from the bottle. Silent pour. That's great. All right, so I'll take the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Um, I mean, fine. I told you this episode might get a little sad. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about like a loving couple committing suicide or something. <laughs> That's the kind of sad I'm used to. <laughs> I'm the person who goes on the website to see if a dog dies in a movie before I watch it. Kay. Well, buckle up, honey. Bucker up, bucker. Buckle up, buttercup. Bucker up, buttercup. Oh, that's because da, 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 this bridge became known as the bridge of death or the suicide dog bridge. That's because dogs have started leaping off the bridge to their deaths. Why? Apparently without reason. 50 dogs have died after making the jump since the 1950s. And during that period, another, some sources said 500, some sources said 600 dogs have made the leap and survived. So basically what you're telling me is I need to go to Scotland and be a troll on this bridge and save all these dogs. <laughs> Got it. CK, Got it. I'm coming. <laughs> Ashley has found her calling. I need room and board. She's going to be he a, doesn't live there. <laughs> a troll bridge for dogs. Yep. The situation for each jump is usually the same. Clear, sunny day, long-nosed breed, and they all jump from the same spot between the last two ramparts on the right side of the bridge. What? Why don't they just like block that off? I, I don't know. It's so prominent that a local member of parliament called on the Dumbarton Council to erect a clearly marked warning sign around the area, uh, letting dog owners know to be aware the signs you do understand dogs can't read no the owners it says <laughs> it says dangerous bridge please keep your dogs on leash or keep your dog on a leash yeah but most of these are probably like strays that no this is a like walking path that a lot of people take their dogs on and they're oh that'd be awful to be taking your dog on a walk and just commit suicide why are you telling us about this well i have some possible whys Okay. And I know we're early, but let's go ahead and take a drink break before we dive into well, this. Well, we do need to catch up with Ashley. So shall I mix something up for me and Tiffany? Please do. Okay. I just keep drinking what I can. What's going on, true crime fans? I'm your host, Heath. And I'm your other host, Daphne. And we're from Going West. A true crime podcast where we discuss various murders, disappearances, and unsolved crimes. We release new episodes every Monday, and each week we have a different case to dive into. You can find us over on Instagram at Going West Podcast. And on Twitter at Going West Pod. Listen to some of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash goingwestpodcast, where you can get exclusive bonus ad-free episodes every month. If you're looking for a new true crime binge, check out Going West. For everybody out there in the world, keep it real and stay weird. Cheerio. back you sound awfully cheerful ashley it's good drink break good drink break you ready to talk about let's wrap this up i got a dj gig to get to <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about suicidal dogs 
Oh, <laughs> DJ get canceled. <laughs> now Rebecca knows what that is. So now she drinks wine. Uh, so. Dogs? <laughs> no, I'm just picturing. Nope. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Should we try again? <laughs> no, we're good. So okay. there are a couple um theories on why this happens. Is one of them squirrels? <laughs> Actually, don't. Are you alright over there? <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, sorry, the window's open. No, it's fine. Oh yeah. That... And the entire southeast is yellow. We should probably close that. No, it's fine. I'm good now. Um, <laughs> no, I can't read that. Um, <laughs> no, we will talk about squirrels <laughs> later. Oh, pollen is a motherfudger. So, paranormal um, explanations are out there. <laughs> and they're my favorite. Oh, no. Are they now? Paranormal explanations are really your favorite? We know how she likes the ghosts. I have audio footage that says otherwise. Audio footage? Audio footage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. I've had wine. Don't judge. Um, actually, one of my favorite... Um, theories on why this happened I didn't put in here so I'm just going to tell you about it oh yeah and I'm definitely not going to get the name of Tiffany's the place version right. let's do it yes <laughs> you get the raw We're and uncut book oh, oh put copyright off script off book is a it's the name of another podcast and I just sang their theme song we're going off script carry on my wayward son um so the... those are two brothers I could get behind anyway I think you'd want them to get behind you but but I'm um, <laughs> But um, but um, dum chum. So these paranormal theories. There's a Celtic saying that heaven and earth are only three feet apart, but in the thin places, that distance is even smaller. Don't look around. Three feet. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I could jump three feet, but that's a that lie. That explains why toddlers are so happy. Creepy to think about. Anyway, okay. So we're getting back to this. Um. Thin places are places where the boundaries between heaven and earth is especially thin or even non-existent. Some believe that the bridge is a thin place, and since dogs are more in tune to the supernatural, they sense this, and they're either freaked out by the overload to the senses because you're getting, like, the earthly senses and our stimuli and then the otherworldly stimuli. So either get freaked out and um, their fight or flight flight. kicks in, and they fly. No. Oh, that's oh. <laughs> I mean, it, they try. Um, oh, no. A bad joke or, is bad. Or they are intrigued and want to explore the thin place even more. So that's what some people think. Not too many people believe that one. The locals, they believe that it's the White Lady of Overtown. The local legend is that the White Lady of Overtown is believed to be the ghost of ex-estate owner John White's grieving widow. She's thought to haunt the property to this day locals have talked of ghost sightings in the windows and around the grounds and some believe that the ghostly lady is likely compelling canines to jump to their deaths what the hell why i don't like her i mean go hunt people bitch right (laughs) i don't maybe she's trying to get to them and the dogs are protecting them and then she's like oh that makes me sadder gtfo get out of my way no that makes me sadder double die that that makes me sad Mm mm-hmm Man's best friend. Mm. Paul Owen. He is a... Um, I tell you what he is later. Okay. Paul Owen <laughs> <laughs> has written a book on the Overtown Bridge, uh, the Baron of Rainbow Bridge, and said when Baron Overtown, who is John White, 
bought the bridge died in 1908. Lady Overton was said to have wandered the bridge grief-stricken for years. Mr. Owens is a philosophy and religion teacher in Glasgow. And he said that people who have walked to the bridge have described going from being happy one minute to going into a deep depression the next. Same. Quote, a lot of people have experienced a strange presence on the bridge itself and many have seen ghosts around the estate. I had a very strange experience when I was researching my book and taking photographs of the estate. I was standing on the bridge when I felt a phantom finger jab me in the back twice. It felt like I was on a train platform and somebody was trying to push me off. It was very scary. It's a very strange place. One of the things, uh, one of the things peculiar to the location is that it can seem very peaceful and tranquil, but can turn at a moment's notice. Whoa. Spooky. Yes. I don't want a ghostly finger poking me. No, you don't want one. Could you imagine if you're a dog and that comes at you, you're like, oh, fuck, and you run? They think that's why Mm. Lady Overton is over town. Yes. Ooh, this one I thought was fun. Um, Oh, yeah, this topic is just real lighthearted. I mean, (laughs) I try to keep it. uh, What am I? The spunky or wild card? Yeah. The Leo? (laughs) Fair. But this one, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So... Some people believe it's the curse of evil Baron Overtown. What do these people have against dogs? I don't know. That's never really explained. So this curse. I, I think the big thing is since dogs are so sensitive, like more in tune to that world, that they're more susceptible, I guess. I guess, but mm. I don't. I Okay. Hmm. So the curse of evil, evil Baron Overtown. Early in his career, he joined his father's business. Um, which his father had that chemical company, um, of which he became a partner. And after his father's death, um, White and his cousin became sole partners in what is now known as the Shawfield Chemical Works, which was the largest of its kind in the world, employing about 500 men in 1909. The main product was, nobody yell at me for getting this wrong, uh, potassium dichromate? Yeah. Yes! Okay. Um, <laughs> which I thought of you, which was then known as bichromate of potash. 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 Sausage king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at me remembering episodes. We're also smart. I know it. So potassium. Potassium. <laughs> I got it right once, potassium. y'all. <laughs> potassium dichromate is a common inorganic chemical most commonly used as an oxidizing agent in various laboratory and industrial applications. Hmm. It is acutely and chronically harmful to health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this person whose name I'm probably going to get wrong. Oh, wait, no, that you is do a pronunciation. Guide. No, I th- they have the same name as somebody you and I were talking about earlier. Uh, Lionel Richie. It's actually Lionel Alexander Richie. Um, <laughs> But not the Lionel Richie we're, <laughs> we talking, were talking about. about. Uh, wrote in the Oxford Dictionary of National Biography that Baron Overtown would be remembered solely for his... I don't think that's the right word. Solely for his peerless philanthropy and Christian zeal were it not for the fact that the source of his wealth was from a chemical works where the wages of work, or wages and working conditions were scandalous. White led the Sunday Rest and the Lord's Day Observation Society but nevertheless insisted that his employees work seven days a week and docked his workers' wages if they took time off to go to church. The millions he donated to various charitable causes 
came at least in part from paying his workers some of the lowest wages in the country. That's not cool. Yeah. So one of the politicians around that time, not going to get his name right at all, took an interest in work in the working conditions of the laborers in the chemical industry and in 1899 exposed conditions at White's work in a series of ham- pamphlets entitled White Slaves, published in the Labor Leader and distributed in the, in the thousands. Safety regulations introduced in... 1893 were largely ignored and workers were forced to operate in unventilated areas without efficient protective equipment. Oh no. So dangerous was the toxic dust to which they were exposed that they were known locally as White's dead men. Oh my God. In response to the various claims about working conditions, uh, Thomas Legg, the first medical inspector of factories, visited White's chemical works and others. His reports published in 1900 concluded that 83% of workers in uh, chrome factories suffered from a perforated or ulcerated septum. Oh. 20% suffered from unhealed chrome holes, deep ulcerations of the skin, and sometimes even penetrating, they penetrated as deep as the bone. So this guy, he was like known to be this um, religious, like all saving guy, like, Primo got da- uh, what's the word deemed ordained as a baron. I don't even know what how that know works. How, but, but the church made him a baron uh, because of all of his great work. Was doing but all of this. He was actually a slave driver. Yes. So Ugh. some people think it's the curse of the evil baron that is causing all of these but weird again, why instances. The puppies? I don't know. I really don't. It makes me sad. Makes me very sad. Yes. There's one. This is the one that I'm going to mention that I think was like super fascinating, but I didn't write down. So details may be a little wonky, but there is a town near there. The leading cause of death for men in that area is suicide over Mm. um, traffic accidents and heart disease and all that. It's suicides. And there have been studies showing that like dogs kind of, I don't want to say they're mind readers, but like their owners can do something away from them and the dogs react as if the owner was around doing it near them. Oh, no. Yes. So um, some people think that because there's such a high suicide rate in the place near there, the dogs pick up on that and jump to their deaths. I don't believe that one, but I thought it was fascinating. That's so sad. It is sad. It's all really sad. But But it wouldn't be... It's not their owners. Yeah. Which I don't think... If that was the case, I don't think that would happen because I feel like dogs have a person mm-hmm. and I could see that connection. Yeah. But I don't know, but I don't like it. Well, <laughs> I have <clears throat> the most logical explanation here, which I figured Rebecca would appreciate logic. Mm-hmm. It's squirrels, isn't it? No. Okay. But yes. What? <laughs> Mice. Dr. David Sands, a canine psychologist, traveled to Dumbarton in 2015 to solve the mystery of Overtown Bridge. He noted that his dog, Hendrix, who was 19 years old at this time and had survived a plunge off of the bridge, was on full alert. Um, he concluded that one of her senses was so triggered that she felt an unrestraining urge to investigate. The doctor decided to figure out which overloaded sense caused dogs to jump. He quickly eliminated sight since the ivory-covered granite of the things was all that was visible from dog's eye view. Although there was a lot of sound like the rush of water below 
some locals theorized that a nuclear base at a nearby (laughs) telephone pylons or some sort of structural anomaly anomaly in the bridge's construction was emitting a disturbing disturbing frequency that only animals could hear. Sands brought in experts to test the entire span of the bridge, but they concluded that there was nothing um, unusual anywhere in the area. Having ruled out sight and sound, Sands predicted that a strong scent was overstimulating the dogs, causing them to climb over the bridge. He realized there was a concentrated grouping of nests of squirrels, mice, and mink underneath the bridge. To narrow down which of these may have been the most appealing to dogs, Sands individually tested 10 long-nosed pups, 70% of whom headed straight for the mink, unaware of all else. So the smell of mink is a super strong, musky, and utterly irresistible to dogs. Kind of smells like um, ferrets. And if you've ever been around a ferret, you know that distinct. I was about to ask if it smelled like ferrets. You know that distinct ferret smell. (laughs) What? (laughs) I didn't have two of those. Um, Oh, boy. (laughs) Not only would that explain the consistency and weather on the days that they jump, since scents are strongest on dry days, but the timeline is consistent. The doggy deaths date back to the time when Mink was first introduced to the area sometime in the 1950s. Oh, Oh, so it doesn't have any natural predators. Yeah. So there's a lot of them. Even still, Dr. Sands has said, "Um, just me as a person for getting a dog, all your senses are on fire. It's got a strange feeling to it. So that's the most logical explanation, but a lot of people have asked, like, why this particular bridge and why not other areas where mink is very common? Right. But we don't really have an answer to that. So we still don't know. We still don't know. There was another really sad thing that happened on this one, and I'm just going to mention it super briefly because it breaks my cardinal rule and it makes me really sad. A guy who was severely depressed and tried to kill himself immediately afterwards by jumping off the bridge was taken into Overton House and grabbed knives and tried to slit his own wrist and now he's um permanently living in a um institution um Hmm. he threw his two-week-old son over the bridge no um so that's overtown bridge and it's awful and terrible but tiffany why i don't know when i read that and it popped up in every article i read and i wanted to beat my screen up every time i saw it but Yep, that's Everton Bridge, and five to six hundred dogs in the past seventy years have jumped off of it. But it's still happening. Jeez. Yes, and they haven't done anything to like prevent this from happening. They have a sign up. They don't know why it's happening, so they don't know how to prevent it. Their sign is bullshit. <laughs> first of all, I mean fences, yo, right? Like, just guard it somehow. Make well, it to where they did say that these. Um, this bridge is a list B structure i think that's what it said okay but basically it's like protected as a historical thing so i don't know 600 dogs there's still a way to like put something around it or like a net yeah something without altering the structure well there's obviously an issue right to oh i'm writing to scotland (laughs) dear scotland (laughs) dear scotland f your bridges and send me all your puppies sincerely Rose Ashley. <laughs> Bright. I just want to go home and cuddle my dog. Yes, I want Bobby and cheese sticks. <laughs> Fair. So we had an interesting drink break discussion that will become a Patreon mini episode. Anyway, yeah, if you want to know about our Queer Eye discussions, just hop on over to Patreon. I had oh. a random number. Fo- follow me. Call me. Hmm. 
Your no brain's more. all confuzzled. Her brain is on rosé. I know. It just, it's sad. It's really sad. Tiffany. I Look, you guys can't be the only bitches bringing the yeah, sad shit. but you're Little Miss Rainbow. I mean, yeah. yeah but Your sometimes... positivity is excruciating. What's, what's <laughs> up with this story? <laughs> hey, sometimes we all need to go to a, our dark place, okay? Yeah. 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 And her just happens to be like real dark. Real dark. <laughs> She's real sweet, but when she gets dark, she, she gets, gets real dark. dark. I love how like Richard Ashley Jean can be supporting Simmons. you in any way possible. Literally any way possible. And you're just like, yeah, <laughs> I am that. <laughs> Look. She's real nice, but sometimes she's not that bright. Yeah, I'm real nice. Yeah. <laughs> real nice. <laughs> oh, golly. It's not my fault I have a muted palate. What? <laughs> not not bright. Ah. She has a ah. muted palate. I was thinking like a quiet palate for some reason, like mouth palate anyway, because we're drinking ew. wine. Mouth palate. Ew. Why does that? Ew. I don't like that combination of words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where we differ so much <laughs> on that note remember friends if, if words make you cringe we're your go-to podcast for your cringy needs because we say words <laughs> <laughs> if you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesofstrange.com, or you can email them to us at theladiesofstrange at gmail.com. Don't forget, everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. You keep forgetting that week by week. Anyway, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show and hear about our Queer Eye fantasies, you can find us on Patreon. Keep it strange, lovelies. Bye, bitches. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bobby. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bobby. Cheese sticks. I want cheese sticks with Bobby. Damn.